A shadow caught his peripheral. About to glance at the cleric to watch his agitation, it was a silhouette at the rim of the bowl. A long black cloak whipped in the wind. Tom jumped to his feet, his double-edged long knife drawn, the dull metal glancing in the firelight. All the others were on their feet to breath later. What is it, Tom? Master Ranger Cornelius asked softly. The plague we've been tracking? Bourbon whispered. Fucking Southerners! Corshire spat. No, Tom answered, staring at the dark forest. Nothing but trees within sight. There was a figure. <laughs> Seeing ghosts now, are we? Bourbon laughed, relaxing his hands around his warhammer. Before Tom could reply, a man sleeping at one of the other fires called out. Within seconds, all brigade members had scaled the snowy crater walls, weapons and torches in hand, breaths hard and steaming. What happened? Cornelius demanded, rushing across the camp. Didn't come from here, a ranger replied. Tom, along with twenty-three of his brothers and the cleric, scanned the forest. The falling snow was virtually impenetrable for his eyes to spot anything. A shadow swept through the camp, a wispy cloud of black smoke, and cut down torrents, a scout of four cycles. Two more men fell before the shape disappeared. That way, Bourbon shouted, pointing south with his warhammer. I'll get the bastard, Corshire roared, tossing his wineskin down beside the fire. Prone to reaction without taking the time necessary to draw a worthwhile conclusion, the ranger was off, racing into the dark and the deepened snow. We can't let him go off alone, Tom muttered to the dwarf. Ah, oh, it was his stupid choice to leave the camp, Tom, not ours, Bourbon said with a heavy grunt. If we follow, we'll surely die out there, and you know it. Tom weighed their options. He had trekked around the north with Corshire for too long to just let him die alone in the cold. He was a good ranger and a good friend. He gave a grunt and bolted off into the deadly night. He could hear the dwarf's throaty breaths behind him. You'll be the death of me, Tom, Bourbon growled. Always trying to do right, you are. But it's not always right to be so damn stubborn. Together they battled the snow, the torches threatening to desert them in their sincerest hour of need. Calls from the others reached their ears, beckoning them to retreat from such a mad chase. He's a bastard, Tom admitted, but he's our bastard. He continued on, pushing aside the dense powder, fatigue creeping in. Corshire's tracks were easier to follow than one might guess. His trench-like impressions, thigh-deep, provided them with a laid-out course. All they had to do was catch up to the ranger before he met an unfortunate yet inevitable end. A minute later, his torchlight revealed blood on the natural canvas, scattered in a five-nail pattern, as though slashed by a bear. "'Ah!' Bourbon bellowed, and a strange low howl fell upon Tom's ears. He spun around and sighted the dwarf swinging his hammer at the spectral shadow. His assault did not last long. By the time Tom reached his comrade, the dwarf's chest was pierced a dozen times, as if the mail he wore were only thin wool. Then Tom glanced the blade that had butchered his friend. A blade so black, his eyes barely registered it in the darkness, and only truly did when it hacked toward him. Tom raised his long knife and deflected the blow. No song of metal on metal graced his ears. No, it was a treacherous call, a wolf's howl, only strangled and corrupted, and all the darker. The force driving the weapon blew him back, shaken by the malice the pure hate he felt in the connection. The snow restricted his movement. He was stuck in place, blocking a tireless bout of swings. He could feel the metal in his hands promising to sunder at any moment. There was no hope for him unless the blessed gods answered his prayers. 
Enveloped in shade, the god spoke nothing, and no defense rushed to his side. Only his strong arm was there to parry the next shower of blows, but it was weakening after every save, until finally a crack surged from the knife's hill to the tip of his blade, and the steel shattered into a thousand pieces. Tom's back kissed the snow. He gazed up, stunned. The airy black figure replaced its weapon into an unseen sheath. I am trying to help you, Tom, came a powerful voice that sounded like a windstorm. Faceless, it was impossible to tell if the cloaked apparition was staring at him like he was at it, and he could only guess at the meaning of its words. The hand of the shape rose as five knife-like fingers, bearing only shadow as its skin curled into a fist. Tom felt warmth erupt in his body as the punch bloodied his nose. Then, for the briefest instant, a memory shook him, a memory so buried by lies that the startling confusion was twice the blow the fist had dealt. Tom knew with absolute certainty. He knew this was not his life. A second hit plunged him into a devouring darkness that nothing could escape.